Episode 173, Take Charge of Your Evolution. I'm Jethro Jones from Transformative Principle, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Make sure you check out the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com and get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educator's podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, hey, elite educators, it's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. I think it's pretty cool you're spending your free time investing in your own potential by listening to podcasts as a form of entertainment and professional development. I mean, that is pretty elite. This podcast episode is especially for brand new and newer teachers as we talk about how to focus on the right things that will make you better faster and how to leverage any mentorship that you have to your benefit. You'll learn a five-step process to help you take charge of your own evolution as an educator, all while being the mentee yourself. Let's reignite your passion and potential. You ready? Here we go. Guess what, y'all? I have loved serving brand new teachers all these years, but a new opportunity has come up to mentor newer teachers in years one through three, but it'll be open to teachers in years one through five. I thought it was only fair to prioritize my empowered educators and allow y'all to join in on the fun first. So launching in January is my mentorship program. It is going to be a webinar series, printable materials, personalized mentoring, coaching with me over Skype, Google Hangout. So stay tuned this December as I start to leak more details as the January launch approaches. I'm honored and excited to focus my work on the very specific needs for teachers in their first few years in the classroom. Since we're already talking mentorship, I thought it only made sense to spend an episode talking about how you can actually be in the driver's seat of your professional growth, even though you're the mentee. First, I want to clear up the notion that having a mentor means you suck, are incapable, or are failing at your job. It is none of the above. Mentorship means you are learning to go to the next level, whether that means you're below where you're supposed to be and are going to catch up, or you're where you're supposed to be and you're elevating your greatness to new heights. All mentorship means is you have a guide, a trainer, a coach, someone to talk it through and watch you execute. All great athletes have multiple mentors. So before you get on your high and mighty horse thinking you're too good for a mentor or that the stigma announces to the world that you're just not measuring up, check your ego and re-identify the term mentor to mean you are investing in your future self. End of story. All right, so I'm going to get off my soapbox (laughs) about how some folks don't want to admit they need help to get better. It's it's just hard to teach yourself something you don't know because if you knew it, you wouldn't need to teach it to yourself. There's some food for thought. All right, let me dive into what I really want to say in this episode. Here's the deal. If you're like me, you might think having a mentor means they're the leader, you're the follower. There's some imaginary rope between the two of you and without their cue, you don't budge. And that idea of putting someone in charge of your life couldn't be further from the truth in what a mentor is, or at least should be. 
at least for a good one. I don't know if you listened to my episode on the Burn-In Teacher podcast where I shared my journey of burnout, but one season came super early in my career, like day one early. I was assigned a mentor who wasn't in my grade level or hallway for that matter. I mean, we formally met and checked all the boxes and whatever, but that was not a mentorship in the slightest. I did not look to this person for guidance or as a wall to bounce off ideas. I didn't watch them teach with a pen in hand, you know, ready to steal all the good stuff they were doing. I certainly didn't moan and complain to get it off my chest before hearing motivational statements, you know, to get me back in the game. What I did next was brilliant. I wouldn't know the effect of my decision until later in my career, but I took the reins. I fired my mentor in my mind. (laughs) I started thinking about who I needed as a mentor. I wanted someone who was just like me, and I later learned that was the worst decision because you never grow when you're not challenged to think or act differently. And it wasn't until I started butting heads with some edu greats that I realized, wait, this is the moment where I change course and actually become something. So I still showed up for my meetings with that mentor, but I went to my grade level leader for any protocol type of things. I went to my grade level colleague to to vent. I went down the hall to a seasoned veteran in another grade level who freaking loved teaching. And just walking by her classroom made anyone happy. I watched what she did. I asked her questions about what she was doing and why. I listened to her stories of how much her kids were learning because of what she was creating. I just started to emulate someone that was worthy of being my mentor. And it's not that the assigned mentor wasn't all of those things. She was fine, but she wasn't the perfect match for me and where I wanted to see myself go and what I saw myself becoming. She wasn't aligned to my calling. And that's a hard thing to realize when you're in a situation and find yourself not being your best. You know, maybe the grade level isn't the right match. (laughs) That happened to me too. Hello, season two of my own burnout. Or maybe the school isn't the right match anymore. That happened to me too after years in one environment. You just really need to expose yourself to something new to keep growing and honestly to reinvigorate your desire to teach. So it might seem rather self-serving to mentally fire someone that's giving up their time to help you, but if you're seriously wanting to up your game, you don't have time to waste learning from good mentors. You need great mentors. Supersize your mentor. Allow yourself the upgrade. It's an investment, and you, my friend, are worthy of investment, whether you're already the bomb.com or not. So listen, no matter what twist and turn my career had in my path, it always worked out for my benefit because I led my own mentorship journey. I chose people without them even knowing I chose them. They were where I wanted to be, whether it was leadership position or not. They were how I wanted to be, whether it was passion or creativity or innovation, They were standing on my next level of evolution. I just picture a video game and they're in the row above me and I'm watching them hard so I could progress to their level. And you might might think I'm sounding a bit crazy. I don't blame you. I mean, I can do things differently than most and I think that's a good thing. Well, most of the time. But the value in firing my said mentor, again, in my mind, and appointing those aligned with my drive, ambition, and goals is I was able to make my dreams a reality. 
I achieved what I wanted. I became the type of person and teacher I wanted to be. And it wasn't because I sat back and attended my mentee meetings and jumped when they said jump. I decided what I wanted and I found someone already doing it and watched them like a hawk. I talked to them as much as possible to learn their strategies and their mindset. And slowly I was able to develop habits in myself and my practice to elevate to the next level. Then I started over again and I found someone on the next level up from that. And I continued that strategy throughout my teaching career. And actually it hasn't even stopped, even though I left the school system to coach with the new teacher project. And then I went out on my own for professional development and coaching, consulting and resource creation, yada, yada. I still unofficially appoint my mentors and I fire them when I've graduated their guidance. I like that term, graduate their guidance. So here's my message to you. If you're going to progress or grow or change, you need to alter your mindset from waiting for it to happen to you from a mentor to take in charge of it so that you don't have to change or grow, but that you actually evolve. My whole perspective on what I thought a good teacher was evolved, which meant the way I taught and acted evolved. So if you're not If you're not looking back embarrassed at mistakes you made in the classroom, then one, you aren't taking enough risks, and two, you haven't truly evolved. And when I say evolve, I mean a whole transformation from good to great. Like, yeah, you might have moved up a level on an evaluation rubric, or you've improved in an aspect of teaching, like let's say classroom management. But if you look back and say, God, I would have done things so much differently now, then you, my friend, have evolved in your practice. And that's the goal. I mean, improvement's great and all, but I want you to morph like head to toe, mind, body, soul, as you chase down your best self. It's a tall order and not everyone wants to transform. They're happy making steady improvements, but you're different. You're an elite educator whose mission is to best serve students. And you plan to do that by learning all you can as fast as you can. So here's what I want you to do. Your first step, get right with mentorship. (laughs) That means one, acknowledge any formal mentor and mentoring program for what it is. It's assigned help and do what you need to do to follow the requirements. Number two, fire your mentor in your head if they don't align to where you're going and what you're becoming. And number three, find your ideal future self in others. Befriend them, learn from them, watch them, emulate them, curate your talent by mimicking the greats in your field. All right, so step one was getting right with mentorship. So those were the three mini steps you needed to follow. The second step is set goals for what it is you want to accomplish and by when. Is it to become a team leader or acquire additional certification by a certain date? Whatever tangible accomplishments you want to have under your belt, map them out. Third step, plan action steps that align to your goals. What do you have to do every day to inch forward? What can you accomplish today so that you're one step closer to that goal? Be specific and clear. Fourth step, execute what you're learning every day. Be fine with mistakes and imperfection because those are growing pains that signal you're on the right track. Fifth step, reevaluate your goals and progress monthly, quarterly, and yearly. Adjust your mentors, adjust your action steps, and most importantly, upgrade your goals as you achieve them. Never stop growing or learning. Your kids are watching you. They emulate your drive and ambition to become your best at whatever it is. And they need to know that you don't have to wait until an opportunity comes knocking to take advantage of it. They can create the opportunity and snag it all while being an apprentice themselves. So that's it, folks, a five-step method to take charge of your evolution. It's not just change. It's transformation. 
a monumental transformation led by you, the learner. Don't wait for someone to tell you what to work on, how to work on it, when to work on it, what to try differently, who to go watch teach, who you admire, what to accomplish, etc. You decide who you are and what you'll become, all while being the mentee yourself. If I seem like someone you'd like to learn from and with, then my mentorship program is for you. Look for more details to come on social media and upcoming podcast episodes for the opportunity for you to take charge of your evolution. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on taking the reins in your own development as an educator. The ball is in your court. No one else's. You can make big things happen with or without an official mentor. Now go ahead and be great because you've just been empowered.